Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Better Living, a show that focuses on people and organizations making a difference in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold of 105.3 The Fan, and joining us right now is the Managing Director of Envision Dallas, Mr. David Stupe. How are you doing, David? I'm doing great, Chris. Thanks for having me back. Oh, yeah. We've talked to you a few months ago. And for those who are not familiar with Envision Dallas, Envision Dallas is a company, the largest employer of people who are blind or visually impaired in North Texas. And I'm glad to have you on because you guys just received some amazing news from the Maybe Foundation. Yeah, this is uh, this has been a great uh, a great season. I think when we, we last talked, Chris, uh, we were we were sharing with your listeners that uh, we had just launched a capital campaign and uh, had a great opportunity from our our friends of the LC Industries Foundation to fund a, a six million dollar lead gift and that catalyzed us to be able to work with the Maybe Foundation and uh, the Maybe Foundation just awarded us a two million dollar challenge grant. Wow, uh, which is a great opportunity for us. So explain what the grant does, and then we'll we'll talk about what Envision does for people who are who are blind or visually impaired. Absolutely. So the Maybe Foundation's a, a tremendously generous supporter, and uh, they're funding uh, a part of our capital campaign to renovate our new facility um, as we move to Farmers Branch next year. So uh, as the challenge grant goes, they they've presented us an opportunity to receive two million dollars from them if we're able to raise the balance of our, our capital campaign uh, in the next uh, 12 months. So we've got till next October to raise another $6.5 million, which will then catalyze the, the $2 million gift from the Maybe Foundation. This is fantastic news. When we talked a few months ago about Envision, it was, a, it was letting people know the opportunity that's there for a, a segment of the population that people don't really think about. They're kind of overlooked. People who are blind or 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 legally uh, visually impaired, and you're providing jobs and opportunity, but more importantly, inspiration. Can you talk about some of the things that you offer for those who are legally blind and visually impaired? Yeah, absolutely. So most people that that I engage with before they come in and tour and vision Dallas and and get a chance to see what we're doing, most folks have never met someone uh, who's blind or visually impaired and never really have have talked with someone or, or been able to engage in life with someone. And so when they come in and see that we're manufacturing and we're doing everything from uh, permanent highlighter and dry erase markers to award binders uh, for the military and, and private sources, mm-hmm. and to be able to see 
folks have meaningful work and meaningful opportunities, um, good paying jobs, um, and, and it's all done 75% of our people uh, on our team are blind or visually impaired. So they'll be able to make products for you know, our government and for private en- entities and have that life purpose is amazing. And one of the reasons we need to we re- we're relocating is we just run out of space, right? There's yeah, a good there's problem so to have. Many, a great problem to have, right? Um, you know, Chris, there's 150,000 people in North Texas who are blind or visually impaired, and 70% of them are unemployed. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is, is really change those numbers. Um, you know, outside of, of what we've already talked about, we're incredibly excited um, that we've just signed a, a new contract. Uh, with the United States military to provide combat uniform trousers. Look out! So this 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 one contract will create jobs for uh, 50 more people who are blind or visually impaired um, over the next several years. So um, you know to be able to support our warfighter and the men and women who defend our freedom, uh, it means a lot to our people. It gives them a tremendous sense of purpose, and um, you know we're we're changing that tide from unemployment to opportunity. Could you talk about how you guys were able to secure that that contract with the military? Because literally, that is something that everybody should be proud about. But I know it it took either them learning about you guys or you guys approaching them. And how long did it take? I I I, I was hoping you might be able to pull back the curtain a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so this has been about an eighteen month process uh, to be able to get this contract. And yeah, there was a, a lot of ups and downs through the. Uh, through the journey, but we stayed focused on, you know, the, the job creation potential here. And, and so um, as a, as an organization that employs people who are blind or vision impaired, uh, we're part of uh, national industries for the blind. Mm-hmm. And so we work with their team there to, uh, to work on different contracting opportunities. And um, uh, our, our partners there have been steadfast in their uh, attempts to help us bring more work here. And so, we started this in in uh, middle of uh, 2021, and have been just kind of working towards that. We have uh, you know great partners through the Ability One Commission and Defense Logistics Agency, who all believed in our capabilities and capacity here, and know that uh, you know know that our our team creates a quality product. And so uh, we work through all the all the contracting processes and everything it takes to get to uh, you know these extensive. Uh, extensive contracts. And so, yeah, 18 months, man. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. I know everybody was happy and thrilled and excited. When you broke the news to everyone, what was it like? I know it was a celebration. <laughs> yeah, we dubbed it Trouser Month. Um, and so <laughs> I love uh, full, full month of celebration. Team all has uh, Trouser Month t-shirts to celebrate. And uh, yeah, a lot of hard work goes into that. And I think there's a, a sweet relief. Um, but at the, on the flip side of that, uh, we all know that the, the real hard work starts now, yes. right? Um, the contracting is one part, um, but the execution is, is another thing. And so we're in the process right now of, of training operators and, you know, building up that capacity. We'll start production here uh, in the early spring. And so uh, now, now the real work starts. So tell everybody again how Envision came to Dallas. I know about your story coming to Dallas, but how Envision got here and how it started and what was the size of the staff and what was the dream? Yeah, so in uh, in the early uh, 1930s, uh, actually in, in Dallas here, the Dallas Lighthouse for the Blind was formed. And, you know, for 
about 75 years, 80 years, was uh, was doing the best it could, um, and you know just had some struggles right mm-hmm. throughout the uh, the early 2000s and going into the you know the the teens there. Um, just had some some bad luck, uh, bad bad things, right? And and uh, you know it's unfortunate when the economy turns and um, there just wasn't uh, wasn't much of a path forward. Envision, which is headquartered in in Wichita, Kansas. Um, saw what was what was happening here, and and realized there was this opportunity both for employment um, as well as services for people who are are blind or visually impaired. And and we had a have very strong leadership, a, a great CEO, a wonderful board um, who understood the opportunity here, and uh, said, you know, we we think we can come in and bring our our disciplines and systems and processes uh, to uh, the Dallas Lighthouse to the Blind, make it part of the Envision family. And so that acquisition happened in uh, May of 2018, and uh, and we're incredibly proud of where we've come since then. You know, to in four years we've been able to you know double the size of our budget, create jobs for uh, we already have created jobs for 50 people more 50 more people who are blind or visually impaired. So we went from about uh, you know 95 to almost 150. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll create another 50 more with this trouser contract. And so by, you know, by almost every single metric, um, this has been a very uh, great endeavor, uh, but we're not done, right? We're not finished as, as there's still people who need jobs and need services. Um, we're not, we're not going to rest until every person who's blind or vision impaired has the employment opportunities they need and access to services that they, they need to change their lives. Before we talk about some of the staff and some of the people who are involved, I loved your story too. You, you came here from Kansas, right? Or Kansas City? Was it Kansas? Which I came here from 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 Wichita, Kansas. Right, and then you were you explaining what why this was like a purpose for you. Yeah, so um, you know my my whole life I had uh, I had worked with folks that uh, that had special needs or had uh, other disabilities, and uh, you know I have I have a daughter myself um, who has special needs, mm-hmm. and uh, as I come to work and I work with my team here, you know my my hope is that every single person that is on our team is working hard to create jobs and, and create opportunity for people. Cause I hope there's people that in, in her space that are op- operating just as hard. And so I know what it's like to, to raise a, a child who, um, who has, you know, challenges mm-hmm. and um, whose future isn't going to be the typical trajectory and is going to need, you know, supports and is going to need um, employment opportunities that are, you know, maybe not mainstream. And so, to be to be a part of that for folks who are blind or visually impaired, um, it's exciting and and uh, motivating to me. And you know, I think a lot of people who are either visually impaired or or legally blind, they they have some you know they know they can do some of the same jobs that everyone else can do. It's just that they can't see. And and can you talk about how when you guys provide this opportunity, it's, it's life changing. For a lot of them, absolutely life changing. So we talked a lot about our, our manufacturing. We also we also run a call center, and uh, you know we've got that's right thirty five people thirty five people in there that are are blind or visually impaired, along with a, a few sighted folks, and um, and so they're they're running through you know different computer programs, um, are able to to navigate a computer screen, a phone system, um, just as well, if not better, mm-hmm. uh, than someone who is who is typically sighted. And so we have a, a young man on our team, Josh, who, you know, recently got promoted into a, a sales role. And, uh, you know, every single day he's, he's hitting his, you know, first couple of weeks of training, hitting a new sale, new sale, new sale. And, uh, you know, he's texting me, 
I'm doing the, a job that no one thought uh, a individual who's blind could do. And so just to see that pride in him and to know that he's overcoming those odds and obstacles, you know, reminds me of my good friend, uh, Blake Lindsay here, uh, who's on my team. He's a, mm-hmm. our outreach manager. He's actually blind himself and great career in the radio industry, then came to work for Envision. He just wrote a book. It's going to come out in December called Overcoming Obstacles. And it's a, a business and leadership book about um, how we can all apply the principles uh, to ourselves and to our leadership of, hey, we, we all got something to overcome. They, he might say, I have to overcome blindness. You know, Chris, you and I have some other things we need to overcome, and it's all the same. We're all just trying to strive, make the world a better place, provide for ourselves and our family. And you know what? It's, it's also amazing, and I think you talked about this as well. Those who get the opportunity to have a full-time job who are, who are legally blind, they appreciate, appreciate the opportunity more so, and therefore there's very little job turnover. They're not quitting their jobs necessarily. They're, they appreciate their job, and they're giving you uh, – greater productivity most of the time, right? Yeah, we're running. Uh, it's a lot different, right? Uh, a lot of my friends who are running companies and businesses are talking about the, the great resignation. Yes. You hear about it on TV and the radio yeah. all the time. And, you know, our, our folks are, are committed and dedicated and engaged. And, you know, it speaks to, uh, it speaks to them as employees, their character, uh, and coming in and saying, hey, I, I found a a job. I found a place where I can make a difference. I think it speaks to our culture as well, mm-hmm. um, that people find community, right? And they find like-minded individuals who are, um, who are similar to them that are, you know, in the same situation. They're not different. They're, they're part of a team that's just like them. And uh, they, they make friendships and relationships. And uh, it's incredibly impactful. And you know what else? I've always talked to when I when I speak to kids at schools. I was talking about the difference between careers and jobs. Job you just get paid. Career you enjoy what you do. The people at Envision they enjoy what they do. So these are career opportunities for them, and that's why they love what they do. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd encourage Chris, uh, you know, any of your listeners to to schedule a tour and come in and see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you, you meet our our employees and. You know, we're we're doing manufacturing, we're running call centers. Those aren't those aren't jobs that are typically thought of as as exciting or or maybe um, you know high highly joyful jobs. Right. But there's an there's an energy and an excitement here of our employees, and they're they're happy and uh, and so that's a that's a barometer on our uh, on our team as we're walking through, and you can feel it, right? It, it's uh, it's noticeable how much joy our people have, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's fun. It, we're talking with David Stupe. He's the uh, managing director of Envision Dallas. And, you know, I can't say it enough about people who enjoy what they do. It's like you said, there's an energy in the room. And, and more importantly, they care. Unlike, okay, I'm punching in a clock nine to five or I'm working at, you know, some fast food place and I really don't care. They really care about what they do. So, therefore, the work that they create and a lot of them are being creative because, you know, if you're making trousers or whatever you're making, that's 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 their signature on it. That's their name. That's their they, they have a, they have some um, uh, dignity about their the quality of the work that they do. Can you talk about that as well? Because, I mean, they really, really do enjoy what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and so if you think about the products we make, right, combat yeah. uniform trousers, um, pouches for the United States military. Um, you know, safety gear for the state of Texas. These are these are things that can't fail, right? Yeah. Um, they they have to be perfect, and and so 
you know, we tell folks that our, our standard of quality uh, is perfection, right? We're never going to put a, a warfighter in danger because our product didn't work. And so we take uh, a tremendous amount of pride in that, and our team does. Um, and so you can, you can tell how, um, how every single person is just coming to work wanting to create a quality product, wanting to make sure that the end user knows that, hey, just because this is made by someone who's blind or visually impaired, doesn't mean it's less quality. Mm-hmm. So I know I mentioned that there's not a lot of turnover because people enjoy what they do. Can you talk about some of the people who've worked there for years? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we've got uh, every year we do an annual celebration with our team. And, and one of the things that we do is celebrate, uh, you know, years of service. And so we've got uh, we've got folks on our team like Lisa Dixon, who is making um, eyeglass cases, United States Air Force, been here you know, 35 years. Wow. And so she's, she's as fast, if not faster now than she was when she started. Uh, my, my good friend, uh, my good friend, Jetty, uh, is on that same line, 27 years on the, on the team. And he, uh, you know, he jokes about how he's made 13 million eyeglass cases and, <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Right. And, and so, you know, you, you get to see that and you get to see some of these, these veterans who have just been here and, you know, know the ups and downs. And, you know, I think we had uh, one person who celebrated 40, one person celebrated 35 years in last year. And uh, it's amazing to, to think about what they do and um, their passion. And, and at the same time, we've got folks that have been here, you know, a couple, three, couple, three months who, as we create more opportunities, are bringing them in. I, I think my friend Gabby, who, who came to us, and, and Chris, this is a, this is a, could have been a tragic story, right? She was living in uh, living in Detroit and was walking home from work, and someone threw battery acid on her face. Oh no! Burned, burned her eyes off, completely lost her sight. And here's someone who has every reason to be unhappy, every reason to be mad at the world. And Gabby comes in, and she's got this joy and this spirit um, that that elevates everyone around her. And so despite, uh, you know, despite what has happened to her and what could have been a very, very tragic situation, she's taken that. You know, she mentors other people who have uh, gone through tragic situations. She, you know, continues to serve in her church and speaks at different events and engagements and then is here on her day job making uh, award binders for uh, the men and women in our military. Mm -hmm. So she's just a, a true inspiration to all of us. So you mentioned the tour and the fact that people can sign up and and possibly get a tour of Envision. Can you talk about the facilities themselves? Because you're actually moving into a bigger uh, facility in Farmer's Branch that's not quite ready yet. But what you have right now, I'm sure it's a unique situation because you have people who are visually impaired or legally blind. And so there's got to be better than just the the regular break room or the regular lunch counter or the or you know where you're working on your your projects yeah paint some yeah. pictures so, for us so we we try to tailor everything we can to uh to meet the needs of, of the people that we serve and that we work with and so you know more uh you know where you typically have a vending machine mm-hmm. uh we have an automated system that that speaks to you right are you and saying so you got you would... alexa <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 Alexa meets self checkout. Right? There you go. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, um, and we'll walk you through all of that. Um, our our machinery has jigs and fixtures that are made up so that uh, someone who can't uh, can't see mm-hmm. can be able to feel through it. And so 
you know, we've talked a lot about our, our, our manufacturing, you know, like I said, in our call center, our team, our team runs a program called JAWS, uh, which stands for job access with speech. So this is a, this is a program that will read a screen to you. So my call center agents have, you know, the headset on in one ear is this screen reader that's reading, um, you know, fast, every right. single thing on your screen. All the words. And on the other ear, yeah, on the other ear, they have a customer and or a client. And so that's amazing. And our services team um, here, because outside of employment opportunities, we do services. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're working on orientation and mobility and on occupational therapy and, and our low vision clinic, assistive technology. And all that stuff is expanding too. So in our in our new space, we just bought a 210,000 square foot facility in Farmers Branch. We'll have all the wonderful things we just talked about. Um, but we're we're excited to launch a couple of of really new, uh, creative, I think, innovative things that are going to impact this community. Um, we're launching a, a what we're calling the Envision Child Development Center. Oh, look uh, so out. This is made possible uh, made possible by our our good friends. Uh, uh, Kathy Hudson and, and uh, Bill Hudson. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have the Child Development Center, which is going to um, have typically sighted and uh, blind kids coalesced in a program from birth to five um, that will be, you know, a, uh, a STEAM-based curriculum to help uh, students learn. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great opportunity for kids who are blind to be able to uh, to partner and work with kids who are typically sighted. And you know, they both both sets of kids learn and uh, and learn new things. The, the 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 blind kids go to school and they have a friend who's sighted, mm-hmm. uh, and they they're not the the kid who's maybe separated or you mm-hmm. know alone or, or or getting bullied. And and the the typically sighted kid they learn you know different compassion and different uh, different set of values as you're as you're working with kids who might not be the same as you. Uh, the other thing we're launching in our new space is our uh, workforce Innovation Center. So, you know, we're we're proud of the jobs that we create here. We're quite proud of the opportunities we create here. But we also uh, are very excited to prepare people for jobs outside of here. Um, we know that there is tremendous job growth in Dallas, um, mm-hmm. and while uh, we we want to create an opportunity where folks want to come and work for us, we also want to create an opportunity for uh, people who are blind or visually impaired who want to work maybe in a different setting. Sure. Uh, and so partnering with, you know, our, uh, our community here to create, uh, you know, good, uh, good paying knowledge-based jobs um, that we'll train people for, uh, we're incredibly excited about that. It is so exciting just to hear all these different developments and to think about, you know, how you're able to help a whole segment of the population, you know, enjoy what they do for a living and have some inspiration and have an opportunity and have a, a place to work. I'm just I'm just blown away by it all, and I'm 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 going to just ask naive questions because no such thing as a dumb question. So, is there <laughs> is there a space within Vision Dallas for those who have to have animals? You know the the dogs. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a, a number of our team um, that will have uh, a service animal with them, and mm-hmm. so uh, we create spaces uh, whether in their workstation or underneath their desk. Um, so there's a a safe place for uh, for their service animal to be. And, uh, you know, it's always great in the afternoons, uh, you know, when they're when they're coming out to be able to go see some of the uh, some of the dogs. And uh, they've they've certainly become part of the team and part of the family. You know, service animals. I learned a lot about service animals, uh, especially during the pandemic, because they're they do a lot for just your own mental wellness, whether you're blind or not. 
sometimes animals just help things be more relaxed, especially around the house or especially on the job. And so I just love the fact that you have that capability as well. It seems like a natural anyway. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're working too, right? Yeah. So they, they have a job and, and, uh, when they're on their break, they're having just as much fun as, as everyone else's. And so it, it definitely lifts the spirit of, of folks to be able to, uh, to be able to engage with them. So, um, yeah, I love it. I'm also fascinated about the technology. It seems like every day there's greater and greater technology. And now you, you're explaining all the different technologies got, you guys use. Um, what are some of the things there? Techno- I mean, you mentioned the, the voice in one ear on the headphones and the, and the, uh, you know, the, uh, the customer or the client on the other ear. Can you talk about some of the other things tech wise that have been blowing your mind about what you guys use or have access to, or you mentioned stuff that's coming? I mean, cause this is all fascinating because people, the bounds of technology just blows everybody's mind. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So when you, uh, when you come to envision Dallas, the, the first person you greet you is, is Sam and he's our director of first impressions and and Sam is Sam is the best dressed guy in Dallas and uh, <laughs> not just at Envision but in all of Dallas. Look out! And uh, Sam Sam's blind, uh, totally blind, and so he has apps on his phone that will tell him you know if his if his shirt matches his tie and if his tie's not oh, straight look out. Um, and if he's looking good and Sam, so, Sam's balling. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. Yeah, right? and and uh, you know, he puts me to shame most days, and uh, and he's sure to tell uh, everyone who comes in that. But you know, that's that's just amazing. I've, I've got guys on my team that'll tell you if there was a if there was ever a time to be blind, it's now because of the advent of technology and what you can do. You know, our folks, uh, overwhelming majority of them get to work using Uber, right? Mm-hmm. And so to have that access to be able to to call a car at at any time and uh, to navigate through through the city, you know, there's programs um, that you know will help people with, you know, even it's just I'm I'm at the I'm at the doctor's office. I don't know how to read this form, um, and they can engage through an app with uh, you know HIPAA compliant uh, mm-hmm. specialists on the other end that will help them with you know reading medical forms. And so uh, it doesn't have to be an isolating situation anymore. Um, that you can um, you can experience you know the joys of life um, even if uh, even if you're typically, or even if you're uh, blind or visually impaired, as yeah. I said, my my friend Blake, mm-hmm. um, you know, outside of working here, he does uh, he does this really cool thing with the Nasher Sculpture Center, right? Yeah. And so he is a uh, beautiful. He's a tour guide, so he's fully blind, and he's he's helping other people who are, are blind understand the sculpture. So he explains wow. all of them to them, so you can go, you can go to Nasher and yeah. And, uh, take I the took my kids and, out there. It's you know, beautiful. Yeah, oh, it's gorgeous. Um, did you get the Blake uh, the Blake tour guide special when you were there? No, I wish I had. I mean, because okay, literally, that, yeah, because because all the different sculptures, they're shaped so differently, and it's outside and it's inside and outside, and my kids just totally enjoyed it. But next time, we're gonna have to have Blake do the tour. <laughs> and so, yeah, you can uh, you know through their technology there have him uh, him navigating and explaining um, all of the all the different sculptures to, from the perspective of someone who's blind. And, uh, it's truly, it's truly amazing. You know, the, I, I'm just bringing this up because you're making my mind world, you know, a few, Oh, about 20 years ago, I got a chance to meet Stevie wonder and it was in okay. a, a very casual setting. So I was asking him a, a lot of questions because it turned out that we had mutual friends and I asked him like, okay, 
you know, you people keep saying that you can drive. And he said, oh, I could drive if I wanted to. And I was like, if you wanted to. <laughs> and he just started laughing. And he was like, oh, I'm serious. If I wanted to, I could drive. I'm sure there's somebody on your staff that swears they could drive. <laughs> I, I've got I've got a guy on my team who's who's driven a motorcycle, <laughs> um, and so uh, you know he uh, you know he had his uh, uh, his friend kind of map out the space. If you drive straight here, mm-hmm. for this number of uh, of yards, you're going to be okay. So hopped on the motorcycle, fully blind, and uh, you know made it safely. <laughs> that is amazing. I, I swear to God, I enjoy. The, the you know, all the different stories, and especially with the technology nowadays. Now, can you talk about some of the age groups and, you know, the male-to-female dynamic, how many women work there, how many men work there? You don't have to give me the exact numbers, but I'm just trying to paint pictures of the kind of staff that you have because everybody's so engaged. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty even split demographically, male-to-female and, uh, you know, across different age groups. So, you know, probably – Probably roughly 50% of our people are born blind, and mm-hmm. 50% of the people lose their sight later in life. Um, and so we've got, you know, some folks that were, uh, you know, maybe, you know, in in careers and they lost their sight and then came here looking for opportunity. Um, so they may be, you know, a little bit older, um, you know, further along in their career, and some folks that are are younger in their career that, you know, they they graduated college and uh, want an opportunity that are coming here and, and on our team, and so. You know, it's a it's a very diverse mix. Uh, you know, across almost every spectrum. That is fantastic. Now, if someone wanted to work at Envision Dallas, what's the process? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, with all this job creation, there's plenty of opportunities here. So, best way to do it is to go on our website, EnvisionUS.com, and it's got uh, all of our job opportunities. And you know, we've got uh, an amazing and talented team that can help people through you know, um, orientation, mobility, how do you get trained on these things, you know, different equipment, devices. And so uh, we specialize in that. And our, our goal is to create, uh, create jobs for people at every skill level. And so we're, uh, we're passionate about that. Our team's committed to that. So uh, EnvisionUS.com uh, is the best place to go, whether you're looking for a job or you're looking to schedule a tour. Uh, both of those would be uh, great things you can find on our website. Dave, it's always a pleasure talking to you, and congratulations again on the uh, $2 million Maybe Foundation Challenge Grant. That is exciting. Thank you very much, and, uh, hey, look forward to talking to you again soon. And I promise you, I'm going to go out for a tour, and you and I are going to go to lunch. Promise you that. Let's do it. All right. That's David Stupay. He is the Managing Director of Envision Dallas. Joining us right now is my good friend, Amy Reiser. She's the regional director of the Fort Worth Better Business Bureau. Amy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you? I'm fine. It's always a pleasure to talk to you because everyone wants to know what's going on out there as far as, oh, scams. Um, Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of topics, but especially we're going into the holidays. uh, Veterans Day weekend, this is this weekend, and and people are wondering about military people being targeted. Can you talk about some of the scams? And also, I heard that you guys have a new scam tracker on the website. We do. So lots of good stuff going on. So we'll start with Veterans Day just because it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these these are the people that have served and protected, and, and we owe them that as yeah, well. Yeah, salute. 
So first of all, if you know a veteran-owned business, go support them, definitely. Um, but we need to bring awareness to the amount of scams that are, that are targeted at our, our military consumers. Unfortunately, they're often a target, uh, often because maybe they are not at home. They're serving somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and then access to their, um, their monies and, uh, romance scams are big because, you know, they're again, somewhere else and you know what i didn't even think about that but you're (laughs) right i I, I always think about those love letters and letters but nowadays you can really do some scamming with apps and emails yes absolutely and so unfortunately our veterans are a target for that um so keep an eye out take care of them watch out for them um and just be aware of uh scams that might be directed toward them and their families, because like you said, they may be overseas mm-hmm. or they may be, you know, out of state, but their families are here. And then there's all kinds of people pretending that they've got something to take care of a vet or, or, or a current officer or, or current uh, soldier. Absolutely. So let's let's be aware and, and protect them as well. So let's talk about this scam tracker that you've added to the website. Mm-hmm. What? How does that work? And, and give us some details on that. So scam tracker is a feature that we've had on our website for many, many, many years, and that allows us to keep track of what's being reported. Mm -hmm. And so consumers can report in what has happened, um, or you can look on there to see what's been reported. And you can look at in your specific neighborhood or zoom out and look at trends across the country. And so it's really important for us that when somebody has something happen, they report that into Scam Tracker. A lot of times people don't report, they're embarrassed possibly, or they don't think, they think, oh, if it, it just happened to me, it's not a big deal. Uh, but the more information we have, the more we can inform the public and let them know exactly what's going on. So it has had a facelift. So bbb.org slash scam tracker. We also have new partners and that's Amazon and Capital One. Okay. Uh, because they also want to protect their consumers. Um, we see a lot of, you know, credit card fraud. We see uh, merchandise fraud. So they're, they're very excited to partner with us to start really diving into that information to see what we can do to prevent scams. There's a scam that seems to be going around because I get this phone call or I get a, a letter in the mail about this, and sometimes I'll even get a text. It's like car insurance. It's like... Uh, <laughs> Hey, what's going on with your car? Or we've got a re- your car insurance might be up. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm already got my car insurance, or not your car insurance, your your vehicle warranties, the warranties. That's what I meant. The, the your car warranties. warranties. Have you heard a, a lot of complaints about people scamming people with warranty information? Absolutely, that is a very popular one right now. Um, you know, it's it's phishing basically they're trying to yeah. lure you get get some information from you get you talking so that then they can you know move in and take advantage of the situation um, <clears throat> your your insurance and your warranties are something that you set up so nobody should be reaching out to you you should be setting up uh, those services and, and a lot of times that's going to happen at the dealership when you purchase the car you're going to talk with your insurance agent um, so anytime someone's approaching you, just automatically kind of turn on that that caution <laughs> yeah. um, to, to see if are they asking you for too much personal information and and 
don't don't share that with them. Yeah, I've, I've told that to my mother-in-law because sometimes she'll fall for stuff. Fortunately, she has not been scammed, but she'll say, what is this? Because when you say, like, warranty, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. all these alerts go off in her head about, oh, I got to be careful because it's a warranty and I don't want it to expire. I got to make sure I take yes. it. No, 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 no. Don't just ignore that part. Yes, uh, yes. So, I, I, go ahead. I said it before. I'll say it again. <clears throat> if you don't know the, the number that's calling or texting you, don't respond. Don't answer. Exactly. That's what I've told her. I said, I do not answer the phone if I don't recognize the number. If the number is mm-hmm. not a name that I see and I know, and by the way, I do have on my phone, I don't know if you have it on your phone, Amy, but I'm sure a lot of people who listen, my phone will sh- say it looks like a scam. It'll say scam alert or scam. scam. Likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so be careful about those. How do they get some of your numbers? Oh, our numbers are being shared and sold all the time. That's so, right. Uh, they sell them. <laughs> That's right. They bundle them. Yes. And what happens, too, is this is why we say don't answer the phone, is that when they call, a lot of times it's just a computer. Yes. Generating those calls. That's right. But when they get somebody that picks up, they know, ooh, this is a valid number. This this is this is somebody on the other end. And so they know that that goes into the 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 viable pile mm-hmm. of, of numbers that they can share and sell. And that's really what they're after when they're when they're doing that. They want somebody to pick up. People don't even think about it like that. I mean, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. there are computers out there that just create numbers and they just try them. And then they, mm-hmm. like I said, they store the ones. And it's like, and it's it's not even a robocall. Robocalls are a, a whole other thing. But those computers, mm-hmm. once they get your information, put it like this. If you're not buying something, then if you're not buying the product, you are the product. Am I wrong? Exactly right. Absolutely. That's a great way to look at it. So, okay, we've we've talked about, you know, the the warranties. We've talked about uh, computers phishing on your phone numbers and texts and you get these random texts out of nowhere. and But what about the gift card scams? Because we're getting towards the holidays anyway. And a lot of mm-hmm. people, you know, that's their way of, of giving people a gift is a gift card. But I've mm-hmm. heard about people using gift cards to try to pay people with them. Can you talk about yes. some of those gift card scams? <laughs> Absolutely. So gift cards have gained in popularity. It's a way somebody can get a gift that they actually want instead of, you know, the, the sweater that you knitted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's, it's convenient. Um, but there are some cautionary things. So the first thing to know is that if anybody ever asks you to pay for something with a gift card, it's a scam. <laughs> yeah, they they want you to go over to Walmart and get these you know particular brand of gift cards and and send them to them. Okay, that's not how you pay your electric bill. <laughs> you know, right? There's there's, there's got to be some some connection there. Again, when you are like legitimately purchasing gift cards at a store to give as gifts, there's some things that you want to look for when you do that as well. So the first thing is you want to pay, maybe pick a gift card that's a few in, maybe from the back. Um, a lot of times uh, they might look like they've been tampered with. So yeah. don't take anything that Be looks careful. like it's been tampered with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you purchase it, make sure you go and check with the code and the information on the back that the balance that you purchased is truly there. 
um, you may end up with, you know, a card that already got wiped out right, right. after you purchased it. Right. Somebody already mm-hmm. <laughs> had that. And then you gave the gift of, of nothing to your your loved ones. So, so those are things to be, you know, aware of. Uh, again, tampering with it. If it looks like, you know, it's been moved, the cardboard, you know, and encasing it has been messed with, or if that that a uh, little silver part in the back has been scratched off. That is a no, no, don't take that and actually give it to the store and let them know. Um, because they need to know that, that they've had somebody messing with their gift cards. <laughs> We're talking with Amy Reiser. She's the regional director of the Fort Worth Better Business Bureau. And I don't know if this is necessarily a scam, but it is a problem. Mm-hmm. What do you do or have you seen trends in this where if someone quote-unquote, gets an app or does a free trial for the app, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you don't want the app anymore, but they start charging you once a month because they got your credit card information. Absolutely. This is really a big deal right now, um, and we've seen it go even further, so I'll, I'll dive into that just a little bit. Sure, take your time. So, yeah, so what what we see is that when you purchase something or maybe give a donation even mm-hmm. or anything where you signed up, really pay close attention to the check boxes. Yeah. Sometimes those check boxes are even already checked. And so you need to go and uncheck them because it might say, I agree to this being reoccurring or I'm subscribing to this service. Right. And you only want to do this one time purchase. Right. So what, what we've seen that has been really, really sad, in my opinion, is uh, for for political campaigns. Now we had we had our election yesterday. Yeah, we were yeah. hopefully passed a lot of this solicitation. Um, but what we saw was that someone would agree to give a, a donation to a campaign, and what would happen is they would that it, it would end up being set up as a recurring donation. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and yeah. uh, many times this this is senior citizens, elderly mm-hmm. folks that were getting this. And sure enough, there was a checkbox that was already checked that says, give this amount once a week or give this amount daily. Mm-hmm. And oh, these my bills goodness. were racking up very quickly into very, very high amounts that they were unaware of. Um, and so this can happen with any product you purchase. Yeah. Um, you might try a, a new vitamin that you want to try out right. that makes you feel better, but you're then en- enrolled in a monthly subscription where this vitamin is going to start showing up on your porch, you know, once a month or, or whatever it might be. And you've agreed to that in, in your purchase terms and conditions. So read those read those check boxes, make sure that the information is clear and transparent about what it is that you're actually purchasing. And they're so slick because sometimes they'll have like two or three or four or five pages worth of terms and conditions. And you just kind of scroll mm-hmm. past all of that. I would highly recommend you tell me if I'm wrong about this. I would highly recommend, like you said, look for the check boxes or at least try to check out each paragraph or the first First sentence or two in the paragraph. You know, it's like, okay, (laughs) I can't read all of this. I'll just kind of look for the check boxes and I'll look for the first couple of sentences in each paragraph to see what they're saying and what am I committing to. Because I think the other part of the equation is 
There's not a phone number where you can turn it off. You have to go back to the app or go back to the website, and you have mm-hmm. to really do some work because they'll say, <laughs> "Are work. you?" Yeah, they'll say, uh, "Not canceled." You want to pause it for a while? No, I want to cancel. No, you do. Mm-hmm. You agree to pause it, and we'll be back. I mean, they make it difficult to turn it off because they want that. You know, nine dollars a month or whatever you committed, fourteen dollars a month. That adds up over time. Absolutely. So another thing to do is to check ahead of time to see what other consumers, unfortunately, have experienced. Yeah, do a review. Look for the review. Yeah. Google up yeah, a review. Mm-hmm. See if they, they got taken advantage of and how. Yeah, and I think uh, the only thing you could do is maybe, here's what's so crazy, I guess. I know this happened with the scam, but maybe this applies to those apps and those kind of companies that do that. Maybe you can talk to your bank and have your debit or credit card changed and that'll mm-hmm. stop it but that's a lot of work to it is a hassle it yeah. is um we do recommend when you are purchasing um especially online to use a credit card because credit card companies are more um used to and easier with the process of uh stopping payment explaining yeah. you know what has happened um, and if you do that with your debit card, then a lot of times what happens is your account gets shut down and then you can't buy your gas. Or your oh, groceries. Yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, so credit card. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm so glad we got you on the phone here because there's so many things to talk about, including like we, we're talking about these various scams or this time of the year where people get it, mm-hmm. taken advantage of it and you want to know what's what and what's real and what's not real and what businesses are real and all those kind of things. Can Can you talk a little bit about how, oh, I guess the best way to put it is, let's say you buy something um, Mm -hmm. that's delivered to your door. Can you talk about those kind of situations? I don't know if it's necessarily Amazon or an Uber situation. Can you talk about the, the do's and don'ts of having home deliveries or home pickups? Sure, sure. Um, so one of the biggest things we're seeing right now with regard to this is Porsche Pirates. Ah, um, the Porsche Pirates. <laughs> yes. yes. And so if you if you know you're having something delivered, um, you know, if it's food or something like that, you've probably, you know, you're probably at home and ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there may be things that are delivered at a different time. And so there are some safeguards that you can put in place. You certainly want to pay attention to your tracking and when your your package or, or delivery is expected to arrive. Um, if you have the ability to put in a doorbell camera or security cameras, those yeah. can also help to, to monitor the situation. Sometimes you can even get one that where you can talk to the people at your door yeah, uh, and say, you know, thank you for the delivery or... I'm sorry, who are you? That's my package. What are you doing with it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, those are some things. And and then possibly even, you know, coordinate with a family member or a neighbor to intercept the package for you so that it's not sitting there until you get home. That's excellent advice. And that leads to this time of the year. It is November. That means uh, Thanksgiving and Black Monday and all the different specials and sales. Uh, you gave me a hint about shopping small. What does that mean? Yes. So traditionally there, there are 
it's a weekend of events. So there's the Black Friday sales, and those are the, you know, get up at 4 a.m. and go stand in line somewhere. Some people um, do that for the adrenaline rush. Not me, but some people do. <laughs> and then Saturday is considered Small Business Saturday. Okay. And so what we really want to, to convey in this message is that, you know, these last few years have been tough for small business owners. Um, and this is a way that we can really show up and support, you know, maybe instead of, you know, shopping for the, the, the 4 a.m. deal at the big box store, you're, you're supporting a local business with your purchase. And I mean, things have been tight. Like there's a chance that your purchase could make the difference between whether or not they're able to pay their electric bill. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so really think about and and those gifts can be you know even more special for your loved ones because you know it's something unique and from your local area Um, you are supporting a small business with the purchase you've put some thought into it maybe it's not a gift card you know maybe it is maybe the small business has the gift cards Um, but really we shop small saturday is really important these days especially because our our small businesses need our support exactly i love the way you put that we're talking with amy riser she is the regional director of the fort worth better business bureau and you mentioned we mentioned black friday um mm-hmm. uh saturdays are small shop small on saturdays. cyber monday is the next that's where i was that. going can you give us any <laughs> yes, tips about cyber money things to watch out for or things to uh encourage us about Absolutely. So Cyber Monday is where all the the hot online deals are. Yeah. Um, This is the biggest scam we've had for years is is online shopping. And it it happens in a number of ways. And it it can be um, clicking a link that takes you somewhere else. Um, We see this in social media. Um, legitimate businesses, you know, advertise through social media all the time. Mm-hmm. But what happens sometimes when you click that link is that there's there's a third party able to monitor and see that path right. um, from where you are to where you're going. We recommend that you go directly to you go to your open your browser and type in the the website address for the product that you're looking at. Then once you get there, you need to check a few things to make sure that it's a legitimate company. And so you want to look for their policies. Um, you want to look at their reviews, mm-hmm. cust- what customers have to say about them. You want to see if there's contact information. If a website doesn't have a way to contact them, that's a big red flag that there could be an issue down the line. Yeah. So do not click from your social media or games. There's a lot of games that have ads. You don't want to click from a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go direct to the website. Um, another thing that we see happen is you order a product and it's never delivered. <laughs> so that's a big one as well. Uh, we also see you order something and what you receive is not the quality or what you thought you were purchasing. Um, so a lot of times we see that in counterfeit goods as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are things to be aware of. Again, try it's it's impulse buying. Certainly, try to take that step back and take a moment to do your research. Now the holidays, are, like I said, are right around the corner. We're talking about you know the end of the year kind of things. Are there mm-hmm. travel scams or travel things that you need to prepare for if you plan on traveling, say for the holidays? whether it's by car or airplane or train or bus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've seen travel. uh, Again, that's an industry that has gone through a lot through the pandemic. 
Uh, and so you want to really take your time to, you know, how did you find out about, you know, this particular vacation or destination mm-hmm. or hotel or any of those things? Um, it, this is a great time to take to take some time to relax and get away or maybe spend some time with family. And so if the deal is looks too good to be true, it probably is. You right. Know what we say. <laughs> These total packages that we got a travel package and it only costs seventy nine dollars. Yes. I yes. wouldn't go. So, red flag right there for sure. And you know, I don't know if I want to get on a plane that has a ticket that's too cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it may make make me feel a little unsafe. Um, but yes, really kind of dig in and do your research and, and find out again what other people have said. Um, if you're using a service, look at and, and what their customers have to say. Always just take it a, a step further just to be sure. It doesn't, it's mm-hmm. some people, I think nowadays, because we're in the world of instant gratification, that people just don't take the time to do just a little bit more research. And if you just do the research, you may not get burned. Yes, exactly. So there's one other day during the holiday shopping season, and that is Giving Tuesday. Ah, yes. Giving Tuesday is where support their different charities. You know, they're wanting to make sure that people have clothes or food Mm -hmm. through the holiday season or any number of different causes. And so where we caution here is that there are people who set up fake charities or maybe they're doing a GoFundMe account or the charity is not using the majority of the income they receive for the purpose that they're, they're promoting. A lot of times they're, they're pocketing it or it's going to administrative fees Mm -hmm. rather than the, the end user. And so BBB has, has what's called wise giving and you can just go to give.org to look up charities there to make sure that they're legitimate and, and good actors in, in the in the nonprofit sector. I like the way you put that because in all seriousness, I was just going to say, well, I guess you could go to Google and look up these charities. But at the same time, if you're going to be proactive, go to the Better Business Bureau website because there's a list of charities that might match up with your where your heart is. Yes, and your values. And, and I, we do it. We do it accreditation for charities. So essentially they become members of BBB as well. So what we look at, we have a 20 point checklist that they have to pass. Mm -hmm. And so if a charity passes the BBB checklist, then they skyrocket on Charity Navigator and other uh, charity monitoring platforms because they know we we dug deep. Um, So you know if you find a a charity that's accredited by BBB that they're, they're good folks doing good work. Speaking of being accredited by the BBB, mm-hmm. I know nowadays there's this thing called the great resignation or quietly quitting. Can you talk mm-hmm. about some of the businesses that you guys have to work with that are having to either go through this or that there's some sort of a concern there? Because there are people who say, you know what, I've been working for home since the pandemic and I'm not mm-hmm. going back to the office no more. <laughs> yes, we we are seeing this a lot, and and one of the biggest struggles that our business owners are facing right now is finding qualified people to work, um, or you know get quality work. You said quietly quitting. There, that means you know you're still basically punching your time clock, but you're not giving it your all or your best anymore. Yeah, um, and they're and just so they're doing really just enough. That. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and that is that is a side effect of, of what the pandemic did to all of us, you mm-hmm. know, and and um, there I, I think we'll, we'll see for years to come that that the psychological impact and, you know, being at home too much maybe wasn't a good thing. And um, so we really want um people to to be honest about who they are when they're applying for jobs. Um, We want uh, employers to recognize that the workforce just looks different now. The culture is different now. And so we have to figure out as businesses how to navigate that for our business. Um, And so that might be that you need to ramp up your – your efforts to recognize and appreciate your employees and, you know, give them reason to, to understand and know that, man, I, I have it good. You know, this mm-hmm. is a great place to work. Um, In other words, you might even want to have uh, your business model change up a little bit where mm-hmm. you allow some people to work from home a couple of days a week or you, you don't go with the same old cookie cutter model, maybe. Yes. And then that's been really hard for some businesses because, you know, a lot of businesses are like, you know, no, you're you're in your seat nine to five, eight to five, whatever it might be. Yeah, your cubicle. You're doing your thing, exactly. Um, and and the productivity of the person. A lot of times, what we found was they were more productive when working from home because they could get on maybe at seven a.m. before things got a little crazy, mm-hmm. or they could be on at eight p.m. after they put their kids to bed. You know, and so having that mindset of flexibility and appreciation and culture are very important for employers to to evaluate, navigate, and figure out what your future workforce is going to look like. Can you talk about, uh, you know, inflation has been all in the news for the last few months. Mm -hmm. And and have you heard of any kind of trends for people to be looking out for over the holidays and going into the new year? Again, do your research. So prices on things are all over the place. Um, they're subject to change. It feels like every other day yeah. you know, there might be um, a supply chain issue, which has been really a huge issue for all businesses where they couldn't get something and they couldn't get something. And then all of a sudden they have abundance of it. So they're yeah. putting it on sale. I'm glad you brought um, that up. Let's slow down for a minute <laughs> and, and mention this yeah. because in all seriousness, I was getting some car work done a, a year mm-hmm. ago and my car was literally not getting worked on for months because they just didn't mm-hmm. have access to the parts. And then, yep. like you said, now I guess the ships have come in and that you just have to, like you said, do your research and ask how long will it take for this to get repaired or how long will we have these products or, or these services? Is that what it takes? Because, again, yeah. I hear supply chain issues so much. Now I know what it's about. Yeah, it, and it really is. It's a domino effect, and the way that transportation works. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not necessarily. It might be that the parts can't be produced because maybe the factory is shut down because too many people are sick and can't work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something that continues to domino. I mean, there are so many. Take a train, for example. I, you could lay hands on probably ten things on your desk that were delivered by train. Um, and so if something's happening there, those goods aren't being delivered. Uh, and so 
it really is a domino effect. And, you know, it's important to, to know when you're working with the business that the business is, is transparent and communicating um, and saying, you know, we are doing our best. This is where we are. We don't have X, Y, Z part. We anticipate it coming at this point, and we will communicate with you as we find out the process and the progress toward getting it here. It seems like, you know, since we're on this side of the pandemic, more and more people are actually being kinder to each other, and you get more things done that way. It's like just the little things like, hello in the elevator. You know, you say hello, and (laughs) the next thing you know, you're getting things done. So I think that's also a helpful tip just to – actually yeah. understand what the other people are doing or what they're going through, so to speak. And, mm-hmm. and that helps you get through with the process. Well, yes. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think it helped us to understand that we don't necessarily know what somebody else is going through, what their story is, what they're walking through that day. You know, did they just lose a loved one or a coworker? We don't know. Exactly. Um, you know, are they struggling to pay the rent on their shop because they can't get the product in that they absolutely have to have to be successful? So these are things that, you know, it it might be worth just taking a minute to be like, gosh, I don't know what it's like to be in their shoes. Well, maybe Amy, I should give a little grace. Exactly. It's <laughs> all about giving a little bit of grace. Amy, thank you for gracefully joining our airways again. <laughs> Amy's the regional director of the Fort Worth Better Business Bureau. I'm Chris Arnold of 1053 The Fan, thanking you for joining us. Tune in next week as we focus on other organizations doing great things in our community right here on Better Living. So long, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.